0: do not. No, we do not. I have a guest in here, and I have a limited time with him, so I'm going to bring this down, and I am going to introduce a man that, if you were listening to the Drew Garabo Live program with the Drew Garabo and the John Sinning, uh, we got him in here a little early. We get his feet wet uh, for you guys. Uh, the legendary, legendary, and a lot of people throw that word around, that term around, but I think it absolutely fits here. The legendary Jerry Briscoe, how are you, sir? Get right up on that microphone for me. Oh, yeah, there you are a legend yourself, my friend. That, <laughs> that word, that word,
1: always scares me. You know, because I, I you think of legend, I think of old people. You know? man, I ain't in that category yet. But man, Mo, you're you're a radio legend here. here
0: well, I, I I I I've done a couple of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had. Uh, I like to say, Jerry. I've had a very charmed life uh, <laughs> with limited resources, <laughs> both, both, both talent-wise and financially. Uh, but certainly not a – you are in two separate wrestling halls of fame, if I'm not mistaken, correct?
1: Two different genres of, of, of the hall of fame. I'm in an in in amateur wrestling – a national wrestling hall of fame out in Stillwater, Oklahoma, in the Florida chapter here for – for all my contributions and my lifelong uh, dedication and work to amateur wrestling. They they honored me a couple of years back. and uh, Also in that WWE Hall of Fame there that everybody talked about, you know, that
0: the legends are in. Well, listen, this is what I'm going to tell you. What's a Hall of Fame if it does not include you?
1: Well, or uh, my brother. Oh, absolutely. I, I always absolutely. talk back to my brother. for it my brother... Uh, passion to, to become a professional wrestling I, I i probably would have found it but i probably wouldn't have been as successful as quick J- jack as jack pulled was. you in correct jack pulled me in and we were both college wrestlers we grew up out in oklahoma wrestled in, in high school and then i uh, got scholarship to oklahoma state university won some national titles out there but danny hodge lived right down the road from me you, you know danny hodge i know danny hodge yeah the greatest absolutely ever, the, the, the Heisman Trophy of Amateur Wrestling is named after Daddy Hodge, the Hodge Award. One of the MMA. best to step into the squared circle. And so he was always our guy that we, we, we wanted to be like, you know. And, and so I, I, uh, when, when it came time to scholarship, my brother had the choice of football and wrestling. And he, 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 had, he originally went football. And then the uh, wrestling coach heard that he was a wrestling fan and got the local promoter, who was an Oklahoma State cowboy and a national champion, to talk to him saying, tell him Jack could have a contract at pro wrestling if he wrestled at Oklahoma State. So he pulled some strings, and we both ended up wrestling at Oklahoma State. And Jack graduated. He was five years older than me, graduated the course ahead of me. Right.
0: And got into pro wrestling, and man, that what that was my highway. <laughs> and and I can't imagine that neither either you or your brother Jack foresaw the the decades and decades long career and the success and the heights that you would reach from from wrestling in college because it, that it, you were at you were at the beginning of it. Uh, you know the big fanfare, you know the big show, the big circus. So it didn't necessarily exist, correct? Yeah, Mo, I bet you when you got into radio, you had an exit plan. <laughs> when I got into radio, I had no plan, and that's why I'm still here. <laughs> had I said. had a plan, Jerry, I would have effed it up. <laughs> well,
1: Mo, let me tell you some plans don't always stick by, because I had a 10-year
0: plan. I oh, was gonna,
1: did and you? And I was going to go back to coaching and teaching, you know, my passion. Oh. And here I am 50
0: years later, Ooh. still sitting behind these damn microphones <laughs> talking about pro wrestling, man. I, I, Listen, uh, you got to love it. By the way, if we have any callers that would like to speak uh, to Jerry Briscoe, 727 579 1025, 800 771 1025. You have lived Tampa, you've been Florida based most of your life, though, right?
1: That's correct. I, I actually came down here in 1969. My brother, or 60, uh, yeah, 69. My brother came down in 67 or 68, something like that. But we've been Floridians. We were here. I mean, you know, one of the reasons people ask why do why do you think your popularity is so strong in Tampa? Well, if you go back, man, and in those days, there were no Buccaneers, there were no, no, no. rowdies, there were there were there was nothing except UT football. And we, we worked with U T football. We U T even had a wrestling team over there was one of the great Carr brothers as their heavyweight and a national champion. We went over and helped help that team get established in division two wrestling. So We've been around here forever when there was nothing but the Briscoes, and Channel 13 was the only medium really in town that had any stroke, and our TV was on there,
0: so we were everywhere. I think it's fair to say, and I'm going to borrow a phrase from uh, uh, Jefferson Starship that then later became just Starship, Uh, the Briscoe brothers built this city. (laughs) <laughs> can I can I say that? Well, you know there
1: there's a lot of guys that Eddie Graham. I mean, you know, holy cow! But I, what a compliment that is, y'all. You know, but yeah, I'd I like to think as, for, as far as sports wise, we had a big hand. at it. I mean, there there were Tampa's always been home of, of great athletes, you know, and it'll continue to be that.
0: And what a great thing that, you know, where you made your name, where you uh, created a great following that at no point did you say, okay, I'm going to uh, go back to Oklahoma.
1: <laughs> you know, there were times, you know, I, I'm sure in everybody's career, you know, where you run in some tough times, you know, but the, People at Tampa would always pick you up and always make you feel like you were more important than you really were and, and, you know, kind of boost your your ego and your morale. And, you know, I started a business here. I invested heavily in the community. Right, 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 which is
0: key, which is key to having people not only embrace you initially but continue to embrace you. Yeah.
1: Of course, at Briscoe Brothers Body Shopping, we had real estate, you know, uh, a lot back in, you know, back, like I said, we were here in the late 60s, so 70s, we started buying real estate around Tampa, you know, and did quite well with it. My wife was a school teacher in the, in the Hillsborough County school system. So, and I was a volunteer coach at, at Sickles High School Wrestling. So, we really integrated ourselves deeply in the community and and got great reception for it. And, and you know, I think every athlete
0: should do that. Sometime uh, absolutely. Now, I, before I lose it, I want to make sure that I say that you have an appearance this Saturday, the CWF Legends Fan Fest. It's going to be uh, Saturday, June 3rd, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. It's at the Red Residents Inn by Marriott at the Tampa Suncoast Parkway. Uh, again, it's the CWF Legends Fan Fest, and you'll be. Are you going to do the entire ride, three to nine? I don't know what I'm going to do exactly, but i tell you something, Mo,
1: that I'm going to do that you'll probably love. You remember Steve Kern, the great Steve Kern? Absolutely. The legendary Steve Absolutely. Kern. Absolutely. We're going to talk about today's we're, uh, little, little little, known angle that we worked here. An angle, folks, is when you do something bad to, to somebody to create a little interest. Right, right. And roll it on into. So my brother and I wanted to turn a little aggressive, be a little on a, on a bad side, because we've been that squeaky clean right, right. All-American boy yeah. for so I, long.
0: I, I think in the, wrestling, uh, in the wrestling world, it's called the heel turn. We
1: wanted to be a heel. We want to be one of those dirty-ass heels, man, <laughs> one of those egg-sucking dogs.
0: You know? <laughs>
1: right, right. And so we went to Eddie, and we were, who are we going to go against? Well, how about Mike and Steve? Mm-hmm. You know, they're white meat baby faces, that's what they
0: say in the <laughs> industry. You know? can, I, can I use that term, white meat baby faces? Is that all right? I like that term. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to be throwing that around a lot. <laughs> all right. So anyway,
1: we went to Eddie, and Eddie reluctantly gave us his okay, and he said, with stipulations, I don't want you going too far because Eddie ran like two towns tonight, and he needed a lot of baby faces, you know, right. like to cover the two towns tonight." So Steve
0: and I are going to talk about that That
1: time. One time, I'll throw this out as go ahead. A surprise. And then we're going hits. to
0: take a couple of calls because they're lighting up for you. So Just go ahead. for you, Mo.
1: this story here happened down in... And, and Cayman Islands. All right. All Grand right.
0: Cayman. I know. I'm very familiar We with Grand we, we got
1: about 20,000 people in that soccer field. They say they took rowboats over from Cayman Block mm-hmm. and all those other adjoining islands there. And we got a pack house. It's outside this old drive-in theater. They put these bleachers up. So we're, we're, we're there. You know, the bad guys are over on this side. The good guys are over on this to back up just a little bit, we rode, flew down with Rocky Soul Man Johnson. No, no Johnson, not the Soul
0: daddy. Man. Yeah. Not the, okay.
1: Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> there. Right. All right. So listen, listen, you think Dwayne Johnson was hot. There was nobody <laughs> in those islands as hot as Soul Man Rocky right. Johnson. Okay. So that la- airplane landed on the runway. All of a sudden, we look out the windows, along that at runway. There's thousands of people sprinting with that airplane, following the airplane in as we're landing. Wow, Mo! It was the most <laughs> unreal thing that we'd ever <laughs> seen in life. You know, we they stopped the airplane, the people get it all around the airplane. They told us to hang back, and we let we let the civilians off first. Right. They got off, and all of a sudden here comes the soldiers. Man, they're with, with assault rifles, everything. They line us up as soon as—I'm I'm sticking as close to Rocky so man Johnson as I can possibly <laughs> As you can. Yeah. I feel you. I'm in his armpit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so we walk out, man, and all of a sudden, boom, the place goes insane and just rushes. We get in the taxi cab. They're actually pushing our—we think we're going to get turned over. Rocky— I know you're over, but I don't want to die with you. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to die. Right, <laughs> he was
0: a formidable. He I mean he was he was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, he he's very yeah, very yeah. big. Yeah. Yeah, he big. So anyway, yeah. we
1: get to the arena <clears throat> and it's Jack and I against Kern and 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 Graham. So Steve goes to lock up with me, tie up what we call when we go collar and elbow, Gordon showed to say. Collar and elbow. Well at that time Kern goes collar and elbow with me, He headbutts me knocks me flat ass out, I go tumbling down. When I hit the mat, he's so damn clumsy he takes a step <laughs> forward. He steps on my hand and breaks my hand no! at the same time, brother. No, not that he knocked me out,
0: broke my hand <laughs> at the same damn time. <laughs> well uh <laughs> that's that that's a story right there. Let me let me take a call let me take a couple calls. Let's go to Viking guy first. Viking guy you're on with Jerry Briscoe.
2: Hey, thanks for taking my call, Mo. I love the show. Thank Mr. Briscoe, I grew up watching you. I don't know, 40 years ago, I'd go to Fort Hesterly Armory, and I'd watch you put the figure four on a lot of people. Hey, um, where did you learn, where did you and your brother learn that and uh, I was wondering
1: if you can elaborate on that figure four move. Yeah, the old figure four leg lock, man. Thank you. That whole whole hot ass army, man. You remember in the summertime man, that thing was a scorcher, man. And plus, all those fans back in those days smoked, so you had it 130 degrees in there with smoke. You barely breathe. Right. But the figure four, man, it what a, what a what a what a reliable move. We were taught that by Eddie Graham. Jack came down here first, and he had nothing to do. Nothing, nothing, no finish move, nothing. So Eddie, Eddie, Eddie saw that championship material in Jack right away, and he's the one of the greatest all-time champion. Budrow Buddy Rogers, had, had, had kind of founded that move and made that move popular. And so Eddie said, I'm going to give you that move, Jack. So when I came in, it was only natural that I took the move off. So
0: it's fair to say that the Briscoe brothers popularized the figure four. We modernized it. Modernized. <laughs> okay, all right. I'll give you modernized. Let's go to Debbie. Go ahead. You're on with Jerry Briscoe, a uh, uh, wrestling legend. Go ahead, Debbie.
3: Hi. How y'all good? I just wanted to give you a call and remind you about the Imperial Lounge on Armenia Avenue. Uh-oh. Back in the late 70s, early 80s, when we used to have, they used to have wrestling night on Wednesday nights. You're Which scared of me now. You're thing. scared me.
0: <laughs> Don't be getting them in trouble, uh, Debbie. Don't be no, telling them. No, stories. no,
3: no. No, no, no. I just got to meet a bunch of you guys, and I just used to have a ball. I was, Is like, in Donna? my early 20s. <laughs> Debbie. No, my name's Debbie. Debbie. I, was oh, in Debbie. My I early... remember you, Debbie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> but I used to go to the armory and see all you guys, and then and then being able to meet you in person at the Imperial Lounge was just so much fun. And I just wanted to take you back on a memory. Oh,
0: man, that is a memory. Thank you, Debbie. And, and, I, I tell you more Thank than you for one. having my call, all right? Thank you. And don't, don't discount d- him, yeah. Debbie. He is as sharp as anybody I have talked to. I, I, if he says he remembers you, I believe he remembers you. Absolutely. That, the, uh, that, that old uh,
1: uh, Imperial Lounge was out on Armenia and Hillsborough, mm-hmm. and it was a honky-tonk. Uh, know what a honky-tonk is? I know it? what a honky-tonk is. Honky yeah, I know it. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen more dumbass redneck <laughs> try to pick fights <laughs> with Dusty Road try to pick fights with Andre the Giant, yeah. and Joe LaDuke, <laughs> big old Joe LaDuke. What's wrong with these crazy
0: people, man? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see a lot of... Uh, 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 Baby face white meat's in there. Did I say it right? Is baby, white, white, baby white, white
1: meat baby face? Damn, can't teach
3: you anything,
0: Mo. <laughs> All right, uh, Angelo, go ahead. You're on with Jerry Briscoe.
2: Thank you, Mo. No problem, Mr. Briscoe, A pleasure to talk to you, sir. Thank you. Uh, I I was born in '70, 70, so '78 through say '82, '83, I had the time of my life going to the armory every once in a while on Tuesday. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, Bugsy McGraw, Kendo Nagasaki, Mike Graham, all you guys, thank you so much for letting me really enjoy my childhood and watching wrestling. Well, thank you. You, so. you guys did one hell of a job, man.
1: Well, I appreciate it, man. You know, don't forget old Playboy Gary Hart and all that crew. Gary Hart, Dick Slater, You know, song now. who can forget the Korean nightmare? Pack song now,
2: not me. Back, back then, sir. That's when wrestling was wrestling. Wrestling, That's not the same today. In the armory, when all the lights in the arena went out except for the lights Uh above the ring, it's too bad it's not like that today. Unfortunately, it's all commercialized. And you guys should have made the money the guys are making today because you paved the way for all these guys today.
0: Well, thank you, sir. Thank you, Angelo. It. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was born too early.
0: He was <laughs> born too early. Just like
1: these football players are getting uh, $100 million of baseball, of, you know, yep. five hundred uh, Football and baseball. Dollars, you yeah, know, and Mickey Mantle, right. those guys, got $30,000 a year. You know, funny story, Wahoo McDaniels quit playing football, pro football. Ernie the Cat lag, quit playing pro football because they can make more money in professional wrestling. Wow. A, yeah.
0: All right, so, Mr. Briscoe, I'm going to make your day. You, all this, everything you've done in your career, I'm going to tell you this, you was big in Lake City. Spike, <laughs> <laughs> now listen. I'm let me Lake give City. you a story. Spike was born on the kitchen table in Lake City. I'm not lying to you. Yeah, the I'm old country was born it's on all that You <laughs> <tool. laughs> was huge in Lake City. I remember everybody was
3: talking about the Briscoes. Uh,
0: let me ask you. Let me throw a couple of names out uh, at you and get uh, your impression. uh because we, we were talking about a wrestling Mount Rushmore. And, okay, let's say for contractual reasons the Briscoe brothers can't be on there, but obviously they should be. you got four picks. Uh, I know that you're going to immediately mm-hmm. say one should be Coco Beware. I mean, that <laughs> goes without saying, right? Coco. <laughs> Get out of here. you we are trying to bring him back. Can the, uh, can Don't lead the witness. Can you tell the people a few words about the greatness that was Coco Beware?
1: I knew Coco beware before Coco beware, and and man, uh, once once Coco got that. That Frenchie, or what was his name, Frenchie, the bird?
0: The, the bird, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, man, yeah. I,
1: I didn't know Coco could
0: dance like that. Come on, man. now. <laughs> right, right, right. Coco brought the, an unmistakable uh, flair to, to that early. He brought so much energy to the ring, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Give me give me a, another one that definitely has to go on in your essay. Honky estimate. Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man, absolutely. I mean, we're have... just throwing
1: them out here. Honky Tonk Man, what an entertaining character Honky Tonk Man was man, you know I'm yeah. cool, I'm cocky, I'm bad you know? right, 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 plus Holy plus family. you come out
0: with the honky tonk man yeah. name, you that, know that, like that was that.
1: fun time, yes, yeah, on true. heart, well, I'm cocky, I'm bad you know? right right, right, plus Holy plus family. you come out
0: with the honky tonk man yeah. name, you that, know but, like that, that was fun time, yes, yeah, on true. heart,
1: you know anything <laughs> on heart touched, anything on heart did he he's gotta be up there. Okay, I was a technical genius too when I come to wrestling. Give
0: me a couple of more. Throw out a couple of more. We don't have to limit it to four. Oh, who, are some to of you, who are some of your Who some of your favorite? Mojo man, I mean uh, you Randy know, Savage. Yeah, favorite, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Local, local boy right here, man. He'd absolutely, be, he'd probably be
1: up here with us, sitting here on another headset if, if he was still what, with us. What What about Harley Reese? Harley, oh, brother. Yeah, <laughs> well, let's see. I pulled out Harley Race. We're omitting the obvious. I mean, <laughs> I'm throwing out characters. You want to get down to wrestling, brother? <laughs> yeah. All of and the Funk brothers. The, uh, Dory, Terry, yeah. and Harley see? Race, and Rick Flair right there. Yeah, Ray, yeah. Yeah. Pinesky,
0: yeah. I mean, I can throw a uh, loose man danny hodge absolutely rick flair one of the uh, one of the first super super superstars when it started to monetize yes or no where was he at he was he was right there with him superstar
1: billy graham was was one of the the original we just lost superstar last week or about 10 days ago and god bless his family Uh, his his mother-in-law lives right here in tampa bay area i know her well she was one of the. First diva queen for right. championship wrestling right. in Florida, right. too, right. by the mm-hmm. way. Was, was Gordon Soly the do, um, Don King of wrestling? <laughs> or prima donna. No, no, I didn't mean to say, that, <laughs> say got, The Don right. King of wrestling. <laughs> Gordon Soli was the greatest man in the world to fly from Tampa to Atlanta first class. Right, mm. He right. would drink first class dry. And by the time we get to Atlanta, the poor guy couldn't stand up. Briscoe, help me. Help me. (laughs) Yes, sir, Gordon. Yeah, yeah, Gordon. But Gordon sold it. Man, without Gordon sold it. You know, there would be so many guys that didn't have the background that Gordon gave us. You know, I mean, Gordon, we didn't need to tell everybody. Everybody, you know, we're Native American. Why didn't you wear the Indian garb? We didn't need to because we told Gordon solely we were Native Americans, and he filled in all the all the mystery uh, points, all, all the background, and all the details more than
0: we could enhance it by right, wearing right. you know a, a tom tom. He was a, a he was a writer. He was a storyteller. Yeah, he, he was, was able to yeah That's he was able to get right that there, background well, a and that, and that that is key you know to creating the characters. Although, and we say characters, I mean you were the, the Briscoe brothers and and the ilk. You guys were who you were. I mean you didn't hide behind not that the other uh, wrestlers are hiding necessarily behind it, but there was a point where you maybe hot hid behind a persona that wasn't necessarily you. You were you were the raw talent. You were the raw personality right up in there.
1: Well, you know, I had old Danny Hodge in the very beginning of my career. I was kind of looking for a personality and all that stuff and I was I was young and naive in the business like everybody was when they when you broke in. And back in those days those old timers would just Eat you alive if you didn't fight back or anything. Right, Right. And being a college wrestler, they always wanted to out wrestle you. So I must have really been letting Danny down because one night he got me and he pulled me aside. He said, Kid, you're learning really good. He said, But something you need to learn. You don't need a gimmick. You're you're right, you're not you're right. not anything you're yourself. You're a wrestler. That's right. your gimmick. Always know that right, your right. gimmick is a wrestler, rass- and don't ever let anybody out wrestle you. Because some people from, can
0: you can over gimmick yourself. Yeah, 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 so absolutely.
1: From that night on, man, I became a wrestler, and I never let another guy out. Uh,
0: what's your <laughs> thoughts on one of my good friends, uh, Chris Jericho?
1: Oh man, Chris Jericho, what a philanthropist this man is. What talent. I used to, Chris would amaze me every time Uh, he'd change character. Right, right. He changed character more than most people changed. Uh, uh, Listen,
0: he's a a renaissance guy. I mean, he's he's doing uh, this, he's doing that. He's so talented. Yes, yes. And
1: if there's ever a need in this business, Chris Jericho is the first one there to take care of people. you.
0: Guys are neighbors, yeah. You live close by. Each other, yeah, we yeah. live out
1: in the Keystone area there, and uh, you know, so I, I. You ever get
0: a chance to just you know sit down and chop it up with him, or you just see him in passing? Every
1: well, he'll he'll pull over on the side. He used to pull over before he became a big star. Oh, now that he's a big star, now that he's a big star, he just honks and waves. You know, no, don't <laughs> he, tell he's me. He's going Chris. down no, to Richman's no, Lake, no, and I'm on I'm on the, I'm no, on the worker's no, lake. You know?
0: No, don't tell me. Chris Jericho is. Big Big time oh, in he uh, Briscoe. Horn, hey, Briscoe. And I
1: always say, Chris, I don't want you. I said, as long as your beautiful wife ladies, uh, honks at me, I
0: can tell all my friends, hey, this beautiful blonde in this dark, <laughs> came and wave and waved at me. <laughs> all right, one more call. Uh, Derek, go ahead. You're on with uh, Jerry Briscoe. Hey, how are
3: you there? I just wanted to say that you, you are the man. You and your brother. I used to go to the sportatorium, to the armory. Like you said, there was nothing else in Tampa but Tampa U. You all are Tampa. I remember a match at the Sportatorium when y'all fought the Masked Infernals. They used to throw that fireball. Y'all beat the hell out of those guys. <laughs> it was a joy. It was a pleasure. You beat the hell out of those guys. I remember Buddy Colt and oh, wow. and I went to school with, with uh, Shelly Simon.
1: Uh, and, on, uh, what, and a tough, is, what a it, tough SOB Jody is, man. Yeah, Jody is, is something else. His father was uh, you know, of course you know who he was, the great
3: Malenko.
1: when Eddie Graham stopped his beast that the, How about the that? Ivory. How he about that? Do you there. you remember that Do you remember that gimmick, man? That was the hottest thing that ever hit Florida. Uh, here's a great Malinko taking uh, taking or Eddie Graham taking the Malinko's uh teeth out of him, <laughs> knocking them <laughs> out, yeah. out of him, and yeah. then putting them on the ground <laughs> and stomping on him, wow. brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was there at the army and then and then the following Saturday he gets
3: on with Soli and says, Gordon Soli, I can't eat. I can't sleep. It. <laughs> it. it was awesome, man. I just want to say, you are the man. Your brother was the man. And and I agree with Mo. You all are Tampa. That's all I want to say, man. You brought us a lot of good enjoyment through the years. Buddy Colt, all those guys, man. Thank and you, uh, I just want to say, man, it's a terrible loss that we lost your brother, but he was the man. And you are the man
0: to carry it on. And God bless you, man. Oh, thank thank you. you. There you go. You you. That has to make you feel God. good. That really does. Yeah, that really you're, does. Your home, man. I yeah. Did, did. You're home, yeah man. Absolutely. Uh, cool. Before I let you go, what is what is your key? Because you have outlived, outlasted. A lot of cats, a lot of cats younger than you. Is it is it clean living or is it the opposite? Is it hard drinking and never stopping? Saying my body was used to it when I was young. If I stop it now, my body won't know what to do but to die. You is- know, challenges,
1: my old challenges. are challenges every day, you know. You gotta get out there. You gotta be positive, man. Right, you know, right. I'm 76 years old, man. I got more energy than anybody in the friggin' room right
2: now. I, 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 I do was not talking doubt to somebody that. Somebody
1: the other day, uh, Coke cabana one of these young internet influencers, you know, <laughs> Mr. Briscoe. He said, "It thrilled me to death when I see you on Instagram. When I see you on Twitter. Mm-hmm. When I see you on a." He said, "This stuff is supposed to pass you by." I said, "Listen, kid." I said. Hey, I'm still breathing. Ain't nothing gonna pass this old man by. I'm gonna live life like I wanna live it, man. I, you know, I, I I'm so glad I live in a state where we got medical cannabis
0: I, I, <laughs> and therein lies the secret right there what's this event again uh, i'm sorry the event is going to be the CW- Nelson, <laughs> <brother>. <laughs> cwf legends uh fan fest it's this saturday 11 a.m to 9 p.m obviously uh you are you are going to uh, be in the presence of an actual legend uh a, a hell of a guy uh a, a tampa a tampa uh, been a fact. I mean, just someone that, uh, you know, you need to get out there and you need to get out there and you need to see this, uh, this, this young man. I'm going to say, uh, because of the mentality, the attitude, the energy is, is uh, all young, uh, uh, Jerry Briscoe. And I want to thank you for coming in. And because you're so close by and we've kind of, uh, broken the seal here, uh, seal here. One day we got to have you in where we just, we just chop it up about, because I know you have so many, so many, so many more stories. So many well,
1: more. Well, you know, I got a lot of stories. We share a lot of stories. Man, that old JBL, the wrestling god. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. WWE, the longest reigning SmackDown champion of all time. We have this little podcast we started two years ago because of, of the pandemic, uh, corona. We wanted to entertain each other. And then we had a friend said, you know, you guys all do a podcast. So two years later, we're
0: still rolling with stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw, anywhere you get to your, your podcast. Podcast. Right? I wanted to mention that, and I'm glad I'm glad you reminded me. Yes, it is the podcast. And I want you to tell them one mm-hmm. more time what that podcast is. They can find it anywhere. Stories with Briscoe and
1: Bradshaw, man. It's legendary stories by legendary guys. Man, we got a great story on there, Maul. We had it real quick. Go ahead. When when, when Stan Hansen, Stan and Hansen, got pissed off of Vern Gagne and he ran a tractor over his championship belt. <laughs> Send it back to him. <laughs>
0: wow, y'all didn't play. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> That's what I love. You guys did not play. Tell me one story about junkyard dog. What do you know? What about? What do you? What can you tell me about the dog? Oh man, i the dog man. So faster, sly.
1: I went up and down the road to Louisiana. I did a show one time out in New Orleans with him. Of course, when you go to New Orleans, your trip isn't complete unless you go down to Bourbon Street. Right, okay. And walking down Bourbon Street with Junkyard Dog (laughs) was like walking down there with with the Almighty Himself. Man. People were bowing,
0: dog, dog barking, man. Anything we wanted, we got, we got instantly. <laughs> nice, very nice. All right, uh, I love that you took the time to come down here. I know you're a busy man. I know you got this big event coming up Saturday. Uh, I, w- I will definitely uh, want to have you back in if that's to your liking, my friend. Uh, obviously. Uh, you have a lot of love out in this community and rightfully so Uh, much success on Saturday. And uh, we will talk again. I'm as Mike's going to take it down. Uh, We, we appreciate you coming in. I mean, like you said, you and I go back to the Ron and Ron days, you know, when I was Malibu Mo and uh, yeah, you were, you were, you were, you guys were really, really instrumental in helping that, that program, you know, gain, you know, mass popularity because you guys were, it was the come up as well for you guys. Uh, well, then. it. It was the then. first
1: time, Mo, that that, that that we were, we being the WWE or WWF at the time, was allowing major superstars to do radio on their own. Right. And of course, I had all of them right here in Tampa, and I helped train just about every one of them the Macho Mans, the Hogans. So you guys had exclusive rights to
0: WWE as it was busting open globally. And make no mistake on how much that helped that program uh, with not only street cred, but, you know, just, you know, become bigger than it was at the outset. So, yeah, absolutely. It was uh, fun seeing you again. Uh, we'll talk. Uh, don't go anywhere. We got attorney Mo. DeWitt. Do you need uh, as a uh, you need a personal injury attorney uh, on on retainer? Because I got the one of the best coming in, Mo DeWitt. Uh And I did you. What was the worst? One more question. Damn it! What was the worst injury you sustained? Was it the broken hand or or no?
1: Well, I I, I I broke my hand, and it hurts like hell. Especially, right. especially when you're hitting Joe LeDuc off 350 pounds of that Canadian freight train. Right, right. And it hurts
0: with a broken hand. Never, bust, never busted a rib or anything Well, I like? tell
1: you what, what hurts the most is my damn nose. Oh. I got a, mose, a nose that <laughs> spreads across my face. I wasn't born with this nose like this, brother.
0: Right. I ran into some <laughs> few heavyweights. And you know what I mean? I, I know exactly I, what you I, mean. I, All mean. right. All right, that is Jerry Briscoe. We're the cat named Mo, so we'll be right back. It's a cat named Mo on 102.5 The Bone. And now, another bone traffic update from the Safe Touch Security Traffic Center. With the-